Hi, I'm Angie McCarty. I'm one of the pastors here on staff at Resurrection and the co-host of our podcast, Resurrection Stories. On our podcast, we seek to share the stories of people who are on staff, people who call Resurrection their home and place of connection. And we hope that you will receive inspiration and joy from listening to their stories. Yes, and we want you to also, as we thank you for tuning in, but we also want you to share the information about the podcast, and you can do that by going to core.org slash podcast, and you can find the link there, and we want you to share with your family, your friends, and invite them to be a part of it. We think that they would enjoy the podcast, and we thank you for sharing it with them. We also want to invite you. We've got stuff going on here every day. Every day. And... Uh, so there's a place for families, there's stuff for your ch- for your kids, for students, people I, in recovery. Uh, Pastor Angie works with our uh, education ministry. There are classes and small, small groups for adults of all ages. Yeah. Grief recovery, just mm-hmm. just everything we're trying to, because we want to serve you. So we invite you to come over and uh, experience us in person. You can also come to one of our worship weekend worship services that are held uh, on Sundays at all our campuses, and you can find out the times of those services by going to core.org and forward slash, I believe it would be forward slash worship. I believe uh, so. Absolutely. We have an, an amazing person with us today. She heads up our missions here at Resurrection, and we do missions from the local level all the way to the ends of the earth in Johannesburg, South Africa, and some other uh, far out places where Resurrection is at work, and you're going to get a chance to meet her and hear her, her amazing story of faith, as well as hear some of the things uh, that we do here at Resurrection and how you can get involved. Carol, thank you so much for spending time with us today and your willingness to share your story with us and the millions of listeners that we have on our new podcast. That might have been wishful thinking. But uh, tell us just a little bit about yourself. How long have you been at Resurrection? What do you do at Resurrection? How'd you get here in the first place? Oh my goodness, yes. It's been a journey. So um, how long have I been at Resurrection? Our family started worshiping here in late 1997. Um, We came the Sunday after Christmas and joined um, in early... Uh, uh, 1998. And um, that was an interesting story of how I got here to begin with, because um, I had been raised in Lutheran, the Lutheran faith, and um, had actually been working for a Lutheran church in Illinois. And uh, a job transfer for my husband brought us to the Kansas City area. And so we spent, you know, a, a good amount of time church shopping at Lutheran churches. And for whatever reason, just the nothing was connecting with us as a family and uh, happened to be in a conversation uh, with the hospitality chair of the PTO where our kids had just enrolled in school and she called to welcome us and we got to talking and asked where we were from and I told her and it turned out that her children had gone to the preschool at the church where I worked. Wow. In Illinois. In Illinois. Wow. So small world. It's amazing. And she's like, hey, have you connected? She knew knew the church, Lord of Life. She knew the church really well and and kind of, you know, our DNA. And um, and so she uh, just, you know, was quizzing me about had we found a church home. And I said, you know, and interestingly, no, we're still looking. We're still searching. 
And she said, well, I'm Catholic, um, but, um, and so we belong to the, our parish, but when I want to be fed spiritually, I go to this church called Church of the Resurrection. And she, she began to describe the church, and she talked a little bit about Adam Hamilton and, and said, you know, it's, it's a little bit, I, I think it's a little bit like what you've experienced in Illinois. You might want to check it out. So we came to Resurrection, and that first week, um, Adam wasn't preaching. David Van Giesen, um, who was a pastor here at the time, was preaching. But from the moment we walked in the door, it was so welcoming. You could tell that... Um, that the people here were expecting visitors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the mm-hmm. churches where I had mm-hmm. we had visited as a family, it was like you, and I grew up in the church, so I know church stuff, mm-hmm. um, but it was almost like you needed a playbook mm-hmm. to figure out what was going on in the service. And it That's wasn't sure. that way here. And, you know, we were so warmly welcomed and greeted, and, and there was just a spirit about the place. And I was like, yeah, we got to come back. We've got to check this out. Um, again, being a Lutheran, I kind of, you know, was raised in a particular way and with a particular faith that was ingrained in me. I had gone to Lutheran school since the time I was in first grade. And so I was thinking, what's, what are Methodists? What do they believe? And um, they had a class here at Resurrection at the time that was taught by Lovett Weems. He was the mm-hmm. uh, president yes. of St. Paul School yes. of Theology mm-hmm. at the time, and it, w- it, it was an intro to the Methodist faith. And um, so I took Lovett's class and got to hear about what Methodists believe and loved um, the spirit and loved the, um, the balance between the social and evangelical gospels mm-hmm. and how those work together. And, and that just sealed the deal. Um, and we joined, and, wow. and uh, about a, maybe a couple of months into it, um, I, saw a, uh, I saw something in the bulletin um, that they were looking for somebody to start a spiritual gifts ministry here. And, um, and so I'm thinking to myself, you know, at the time, again, you know, new to the area, new to the church, uh, thinking maybe I'm on a little bit of sabbatical, you know, mm-hmm. been working for churches, just looking forward to a little rest and kind of felt like my job was getting the family settled. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt a, a nudge from the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. <laughs> to uh, to pursue it. And I went up and, and talked to Adam um, after the service. He connected me with a former staff member, Dave Robertson, and I called Dave, and he said, I have been praying for you for two months. Wow. And um, told him, you know, after I shared my background uh, working for a church and that I had actually been trained in spiritual gifts ministry through a a little church in the Chicago area called Willow Creek. (laughs) And... um, that's a really big church for those of you who don't know. <laughs> and, uh, and and just, you know, the heart behind it. Um, I just love the idea of um, engagement of every member and, mm-hmm. you know, just really helping them to find their place and to use their gifts um, in ministry. And uh, anyway, so I started as a volunteer um, and about a year into that experience, uh, Dave offered uh, me a staff position here at the church. It was very, very part-time. <laughs> and um, that was in uh, April of 1999. Wow. So um, that's wow. when I joined the staff. And I've I've kind of evolved as the church has grown a little bit mm-hmm. over the years. Mm-hmm. And my roles have changed. And now I'm, I'm overseeing our mission ministries here at the church. But it's been an incredible journey. And this place has shaped 
me, it's shaped my family, it's helped me to grow as a person, and, uh, and hopefully I've contributed something back. So, yeah. So I know we, we have a fun question we want to ask you real quick, but I, I, I want to follow up on, on your resurrection journey. Sure. When we had our first conversation, I had just come on, I think it may have been my, sec my second or third day here. Yeah. And I sat and I shared with you, you, uh, you, you shared with me you were over missions for resurrection. And so I was like, that's interesting. So I started sharing with you what I had heard throughout the conference elsewhere mm -hmm. from pastors who don't know. Mm -hmm. They have no idea. Most pastors don't. And that's, uh, resurrection doesn't mm -hmm. boast about the work that mm -hmm. he does. Adam certain, yeah. certainly doesn't. So they right. wouldn't know. Right. And I started sharing with you this perception. And so in this very quiet, just gentle way, you started just debunking a lot of that, those <laughs> myths, and just sharing like, oh yeah, we yeah we're doing that. I even share with you something about a, an, an exhibit at the Johnson County Library yes. that deals with redlining. Yes, mm -hmm. and you let me finish, and you said, yeah, we're we're, we're sponsoring that exhibit. <laughs> it was amazing. It yeah. was like, and so I was like, you know, I think you have the the. It, could there be a better job than oh, have no. a job of no, absolutely being able not. to like <laughs> to be the to to take the kindness yeah. and resources of this great church? Absolutely, yeah. To, to, to as far as to the ends of the earth, yeah. to it's, local and to the ends of the earth. It's humbling. Yeah, it's humbling. It's a privilege, and it's something you hold on to really lightly. Yeah. Um, and I'm just grateful that I get to be here for this season of my life. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah, it's cool. Wow. It's very cool. So, fun question that she's going to, she'll ask, we'll get into your story. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite book? You have a favorite book besides the Bible? Oh, do you have a goodness. favorite book that you return to? You were supposed to ask me a movie question. <laughs> we can switch the we movie. We can switch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> movie? Favorite movie? I love to hear movie too. Uh, yeah, you know, so I, I actually was thinking about the movie because my most of the movies that I see are on a screen about this big on the back of an airplane seat. <laughs> Wow. When I'm on a 15-hour flight wow. from, you know, wow. Atlanta to Johannesburg. Yeah. Yeah. And I fall asleep three times yeah. during the movie. <laughs> so, you know, as I was thinking about that, I'm thinking, you know, actually my favorite movie comes from an experience and not so much the movie. And um, it's A Christmas Story with oh, Little Ralphie. Yeah. yeah. My favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. I know. Isn't it the it's best? The best. <laughs> yeah. But it was the last movie I saw with my mom. Um, wow. And wow. and and mm -hmm. so I just always remember um, just the laughter. I mean, it was like one mm -hmm. of those special frozen in time moments when you you're with somebody that's really dear to you, and um, you don't realize that that's going to be the last time you go to a movie together. But it was, and I just still can remember her laughter and the joy. And that was, you know, oh my gosh, that was almost forty years ago. Um, that's a movie. It is. I know. We um, can't possibly be that old. Mm -mm, no, but it was. It. It. That's. That's what came to mind when I was prepping for what I thought you were going to ask me. But uh -huh. you know, yeah. I'm glad I was, we switched the movie question. I know. Yeah. Me too. Because that's, that's, that's a great, great answer. answer. And I was up in our children's ministry area today, and there's this blow up um, mm. Will Ferrell. Um, as Elf, Elf yes. another great Christmas movie. <laughs> yes. And I was thinking, where is our leg lamp? We need a leg lamp somewhere on campus. With I mean, the fishnet stocking. Yeah, totally. Yes. 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 Yeah. I gave one to my brother for Christmas. Did you really? Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I love, love that. that movie. Well, let's go back to your story. You've already okay. shared quite a bit with us. 
But I'm wondering about your faith journey in mm, particular, yeah. and if there was a defining moment mm, for you in yeah, that journey. Yeah, there have been a couple of defining moments, but um, a little background. Um, so I was raised in a single parent home, and I shared with you, my mom sent me to Lutheran schools. Um, uh, my brothers went to the public school. They were older, um, quite a bit older, and she sent me to Lutheran school. We were living in Chicago, and um, she didn't want to send me to the public school for whatever reason. Um, so I kind of was, you know, like raised up in the church. I don't ever remember a time when the church wasn't a part of my life, but that's different from faith, you know? Yeah. And um, and I went through some rocky times. Um, I, I think particularly in the age that I grew up, um, being raised by someone who was divorced was really rough. And the church wasn't a welcoming place. And in fact, um, my brother um, got done with confirmation and had just, you know, I think went through that process just to please our mom and got through that and decided never to come back to church. And he never has to this day. And, um, you know, there was just such a disconnect. Uh, you know, I, I look bad, back at it now, um, and I think about, um, you know, like this church in particular that I'm a part of now and churches I've been a part of in my adult life and that experience. And I think, you know, at the time, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, you're looking at people who are going through a, a really vulnerable moment in their lives, you know, and and probably really need a faith community and the support of a faith community. And again, I think churches do that well. But I think there's also something instructive in there for all of us even today to, to be mindful of, you know, people and how they show up <laughs> and making sure that a church is never a place that wounds people. Wow. Mm. But um, so, you know, I, I was a rebellious teenager and got in a lot of trouble and, um, and really had grown away from the church in my young adult years. And really what brought me back was um, getting married and having children, you know, and, uh, and that's so many people's story. But through it all, and I was really lucky um, again, the church that I went to in Illinois was the church that ended up hiring me. So there's a theme there um, every time I change churches. Um, but uh, but I think what really defined it was um, me coming to the realization of how much I needed grace in my own life. Mm -hmm. You know, I mm -hmm. think we have to see in ourselves our need for grace, yeah. you know. And so you go through things in your life that, you're, you know, sometimes you're not particularly proud of. Yeah. And you make mistakes, and yet when you come to realize that God's grace is there for you, for yeah. you personally, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. Um, yeah. and and you recognize that need and you can accept it, yeah. um, I think it changes everything. And then for me, you know, I think what that helped me was to take another step and say, God's vehicle for the world, um, the, the vehicle he's chosen to minister to the world is the church. Mm -hmm. But he didn't say we had to be perfect. That's right. And, That's right. and we need grace. That's right. I mean, we're in ministry. Right. And I could 
I bet you if I were to ask you, you'd yeah. probably agree with me and yeah. say, there's just sometimes we just mess up. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. Absolutely. We just mess absolutely. up. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think I think for me it was just to realize not to put church leadership on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. You know, hold mm-hmm. hold them with regard and respect. Right. That's important. Right. Um, but not put them on a pedestal like you can't ever mess up or do anything yeah. wrong yeah. because we're human. Yeah. But yeah. That's yeah. that's what God's chosen. Isn't that amazing? That's, right. that's yeah. amazing. That's uh-huh. incredible. Yeah. So I think just going through that and, and coming to that realization was pivotal for me. And I think it's been pivotal, pivotal, I guess, then in how I've approached ministry and really trying to connect people into the life of the church and just, you know, helping them to see their place. And it grieves me when I hear stories of people who have been wounded oh, by the yeah. church. And yeah. they're out there. There's yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I hope they'll give church another chance yeah. Um, yeah. because God and church, you know, I mean, as as much as I love the church and I love the church yeah. and I love this church, but as much as I can say all of that is true, I also know that we, we mess up mm-hmm. sometimes and sometimes we mess up really big yeah. um, and, and hopefully, you know, we can live in a, an atmosphere, an environment of grace. Wow. So, yeah. Thank you. What a powerful story. And you're so grounded. You have this capacity, the way I think of you, as your this stillness, right? Mm -hmm. In the midst, so much is going on. You are doing so much. You are managing so much important work. But there's always this sense of stillness and and, uh, this Mm -hmm. non-anxious presence with you that I appreciate so much. Thank you. Wow. Great story. Great story. That's... That's God. Yeah. Yeah. And such wisdom about. And people that I think invest in us along the way, too. Of course. Of course. Of course. I do know a different side of Carol when I went into <laughs> Lifetime Fitness once to take a cycling class, and I kind of noticed the person next to me, but, but you know, we don't always recognize people when they're in their gym clothes. What? We only see them at, at church. She, she is a mad woman, so maybe she just gets all of her anxiety and everything out on the bike. That doesn't hurt. Thing. That it's does not thing. hurt. I do try to. I do try to. That is a great stress reliever. And, and a healthy one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's who doesn't mm-hmm. need that in their lives? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that, yeah. Thank you for noticing that. Yeah, but yeah, that is, welcome. that's very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never went back to a class there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If this is what it takes, like, I've got to find another way to, to manage my uh, to exercise mm-hmm. program. So we, we can't let you go without saying a word about. I mean, there's so much, mm-hmm. but a little about the mission work we do yeah. from the local level to oh Johannesburg, goodness. South Africa, to the ends of just yeah. just a quick note about that, and then and uh, how people can yeah. people yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So I will tell you, if you're a part of the church or you get on the church website, you're going to find something that you can do all the time. And I would send people uh, to the website, first of all, um, you know, resurrection.church slash serve. And then there's a local button you can connect to. And that really, that's kind of like a hot list of the things that you can immediately connect in with. And so it could be anything from like 
a Serve Saturday where we send people out into the community with vetted um, agencies that we've worked with here for a long time. And you can just take a Saturday morning with a group by yourself, with your family, whatever, and go out and serve and just kind of dip your toe in. Um, here on site, there's always something always going something. on. Like right now, it's, you know, we're in the holiday season, and so it's it's joy in serving, and you literally can walk out of the sanctuary mm -hmm. and pick up something that you can purchase that's gonna connect in some way with a ministry and a family mm -hmm. or a child mm -hmm. or something, um, and, and really encourage that. The other thing I would say is at every resurrection location, we have mission staff and engage in a conversation if you want to know more. Um, call me. Mm -hmm. um, you, you don't have to go very far to figure out you know, some place, but sometimes it's just taking that first step. I get it. It's mm -hmm. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I really you know, encourage people to do that. And then, yeah, we do a lot of stuff globally, um, and we have great uh, serve trips, and uh, we... We kind of walk people through and do a great job. I'm going to just brag on our global team of preparing people to leave the country and go to a foreign place. Um, but it is one of the most amazing experiences. And, and just, you know, being in other parts of the world, it, it changes your perspective. It changes your worldview. Um, and, and just to experience um, the way God's at work in different settings in different places in the world and the relationships that you build not only with the team that you go with but the people you meet there it's it's so enriching and so i would really encourage people to explore that if they're if they've been curious about that um, we make it as easy as we can make it um, and and take really good care of people yeah but we also put you to work <laughs> Um, but it's a, it's it's just it's an amazing experience. So and then we do justice stuff there, here throughout the year. Yes. Reverend Cheryl amazing. Jefferson Bell amazing is incredible. Stuff. Amazing stuff. And uh, amazing stuff. I know she she would connect people yeah. in with a whole host of yeah cool things to get yeah. involved with. Yeah. yeah. Carol, thank you yeah. so much for sharing this information, but sharing yourself and your mm. story. And now I bet people feel like they have a personal connection with someone in missions. Yeah. So I hope that people will take a step thank to connect you. with you. And Well, thank you for the opportunity. And I'm going to make one plug. Since you have a million uh, hmm. listeners. We have a million viewers. viewers <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, almost yeah. there. Almost. So we, we in mission ministries, we have a podcast as well. Okay. And it's a listening podcast, not a not a filmed podcast, but it's called Bridging Cultures. Okay. And so wow. if you get on the church's website, or even if you just search it on however you consume your favorite podcasts, okay. Bridging Cultures, I would really encourage uh, folks to, to take a look at that and get involved with that because it's wow. Wow. it's it's really good. We they do some amazing interviews with people that um, from all around the world that share life oh, experience wow. from a wow. whole host of different perspectives. It's wow. just, you know, That's awesome. Wow, yeah. That is so awesome. Yeah. So you can go to core.org slash missions. Or, yeah. Or resurrection.church and just search bridging cultures. Bridging if you, cultures. or if you get on, like if you get okay. Apple podcast or okay. I, I have Apple, but okay. Um, okay. I'm, there's so many others. If you just type in bridging cultures. Bridging cultures. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is so awesome. Mm -hmm. 
And thank you for the awesome work you're doing. Yeah. Thank you for coming on the podcast. And, thank you. Uh, we'll have, we've got to have you back on so we can just do a deep dive into the different dimensions of the mission work here. And just we'd kind of love to do that. Talk through them and we'll we'd do that. absolutely love to do that. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. On, appreciate you. it. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.